0: Matthew chapter number 7, very familiar to your hearing. I want to begin reading in verse 21, the Bible says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. I wonder if there's somebody here tonight that's come to church, somebody that's here tonight that comes to church often, or maybe every time the doors are open, somebody here tonight that carried a Bible, somebody here tonight that will pray or give an offering that calls the Lord, Lord, but you don't know Him. You're not going to heaven. How terrible to get all the way to church but not make it to heaven. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many shall say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Let's pray. Father, we bless you. Thank you, Lord, for the good singing. Thank you, Lord, for the good testimonies. Thank you for being a good God. Thank you for hearing and answering prayer. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be in the house of God tonight. Lord, it's only uh, 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 by thy grace and thy, thy blessing that we're able to attend tonight. We could be in a hospital bed tonight. We could be in a nursing home tonight. Lord, we could be uh, 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 sitting at the house sick tonight. But, Lord, you have blessed us uh, and allowed us uh, the great benefit and privilege to come to the house of God. Uh, Father, I pray for the next few minutes you to rest our hearts, you to rest our attention. Uh, May our focus uh, be upon the Lord Jesus Christ and upon the Word of God. Uh, God, I pray that you'd speak to every heart. Uh, I pray for that one that may be a little cold and indifferent on God. Uh, Tonight there'd be a little reviving going on in there. Soul uh, and they'll leave out different than they came in. Uh, God, I pray for that one tonight that might be struggling. Uh, Lord, I pray you just uh, uh, sc�- sc- uh, scrooge up to them closely uh, and God just begin to uh, speak to their heart and strengthen their struggling heart. Uh, Father, I pray for that one that's in the valley. Uh, They'd find you as the lily of their valley. Uh, Precious to the soul. Uh, God, I pray for that one uh, that is seeking, uh, that may be asking why. That may be asking uh, uh, Your will uh, May be asking Something uh, particular From you tonight Uh, Lord I pray that uh, uh, Their uh, asking Will be answered From the message Uh, Then God I pray if there's Somebody here tonight uh, Lord they call you Lord But they don't know you Uh, Lord they don't know you In the free pardon of sins They have went uh, 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 Through church membership Or baptism uh, Or Lord they've uh, Been attentive uh, And Lord Uh, 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 they uh, 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 think they know you but they really don't I pray tonight that uh, the sweet Holy Ghost of God would reveal their lost condition to them uh, and I pray tonight they'd realize uh, 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 their need of Jesus as Savior uh, and they'd trust in him and repent of their sins uh, before it's everlasting too late Uh, Father I pray for Brother Eddie there in the hospital Uh, God you'd touch him and help him Uh, I pray for Miss Crystal you'd help her Uh, Lord, I pray for Brother Spivey. uh, You touch him and help him. I pray for little Junebug. Uh, you'd touch her. Uh, I pray for Brother Jeremy. You'd help him. Uh, Lord, I'm thankful Miss K made it tonight. I pray you'd strengthen her and help her. Uh, others, Lord, that need a touch from heaven, uh, God, you'd reach down and touch them. Uh, God, those that are providentially hindered couldn't be here tonight. You'd be with them. Uh, I pray for Brother Tony's grandpa. You'd help him. Uh, but then, Father, I pray for those that are watching, Lord. Uh, you'd be a blessing to them and help them. Uh, Now, for the next few minutes, use this unworthy vessel. Uh, Bless your people. Uh, Send revival. Uh, Save that one near still. Uh, And, Father, we'll bless you for what you do. Uh, Thank you for your goodness. Uh, Thank you for our church. Uh, Thank you for all your choice blessings. Uh, For it's in the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus, we ask it all. Uh, Amen. Uh, Amen. Let me show you a few things uh, in, in accordance to the text. Uh, as a way of introduction I want you to notice first of all uh, the counterfeited. Uh, the counterfeited. Uh, we find in verses 21 through 23 uh, Jesus lets this crowd know uh, that there's many that will call upon him. Uh, many that will uh, uh, call him Lord. Uh, many that think they're okay uh, but they've been given a counterfeit. Uh, uh, they're trusting and something. Other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, can I say the uh, uh, the counterfeited crowd? Uh, they have a work salvation. Uh, this crowd said, Did we do many wonderful works in thy name? Uh, didn't we cast out demons? Didn't we prophesy or preach? Uh, didn't we do this? Uh, uh, friend, it's not about what you do uh, or what I do, uh, it's about what he done on the cross of Calvary. Uh, uh, he shed his blood to be the propitiation for our sins Uh, Hey, uh, he lived according to the scriptures Uh, he died according to the scriptures Uh, he was buried and rose again according to the scriptures Uh, uh, to purchase our salvation Uh, and my dear friends uh, it's not about the works that you and I do it's about what Jesus can do in our heart and soul by trusting in him Uh, we find that uh, there are a lot of folks trusting in they go to church They're baptized. They're church members. They do this. They do this. Friends, it's not about any of that stuff. You can do all that stuff and die and go to hell. Say, I'm a Baptist. You can be a Baptist and die and go to hell. Hmm? Uh, The Lord said many would call uh, uh, in that day. He would tell them, depart from me. I never knew you. Mm -mm. We find they have a work salvation. We find they ignore the will of God. Look at verse 21. He said this, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. What is the will of the Father? It's God's will that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. What is the will of God? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. What is the will of God? The will of God is for every man, woman, boy, and girl to be saved by the good grace of God, to uh, to be saved by repenting of your sins and putting your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Uh, it's by faith through grace, plus nothing, minus nothing. You've got to put your faith in the finished works of Calvary. You've got to put your faith in what God gave for salvation, His only begotten Son. God purchased our salvation. Yes. When you ignore God's will and try and do it any other way, you're the same as a thief and a robber, John 10, 10, or John chapter 10 tells us. We see, and they're counterfeited. They have a work salvation. They ignore God's will, but they face a woeful reality. Verse 23, And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. See, salvation's about a relationship between you and God. But if he don't know you, friend, you don't have any relationship, mm-mm, what could I say? No relationship, there's no redemption. They face a woeful reality Amen. And that they'll be cast off into hell because they did not trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. We see he deals with counterfeits. There's the counterfeited. I want you to notice the contrasted. In verses 24 through 27, we see a great contrast. You say, what are you talking about, preacher? There's a contrast in character. He calls one man a wise man and another man a foolish man. That's a contrast. They have different characters. There's one that took his time to make certain that everything was done properly and he used wisdom to do it. The other one, he didn't use much wisdom. He was foolish. We see... There's a contrast in character. We see there's a contrast in construction. One man, the wise man, built his house upon the rock. The other man, the foolish man, built his house upon the sand. I don't know about you. I'm not. I'm not a builder. Never claimed to be a builder. Not very smart about building. We got men in here who can build. We got Brother Ray. Got Brother Josh. Got some other men. Uh, Brother Adrian's done some carpet wonder work. Some other men. They know how to build stuff. I don't. But I am smart enough to know you don't build a house on sand. Hmm? That foolish man wasn't that smart. There's a contrast in character and construction. A contrast in conclusions. When the rains came, and the winds came, they beat, built, beat upon the house, the one on the rock stands. The one on the sand, it falls. And the Bible says, and great was the fall thereof. We see the counterfeited. We see the contrasted. But then notice, if you will, the command. Look at verse 28. It said, it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine... For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. We see that they were astonished at his doctrine. He had command of everything that he said. They were astonished at how he spoke. Never a man spake like Jesus spoke. He captivated them with how he spoke and how he delivered his messages and they were astonished at his doctrine. Can I say this? They were struck by the authority in which he taught. No man ever spoke to them like that. No man ever taught them like that. They thought, wow, what a message we heard today. And then they were not accustomed to this by the scribes. He taught them not as the scribes. The scribes were wishy-washy. The scribes told him every day was a Friday. The scribes, they smiled real big at him, patted him on the head and sent him home empty. But not Jesus. He taught with authority and command. We see these things in these verses, but I'm interested when he speaks about the house built upon the rock and the house built on the sand last week, uh, I read this, that after the torrential rain and massive mudslides in California, that a $16 million mansion is on the verge of falling off a cliff in a place called Dana Point, California. It's going to fall off a cliff into the ocean. Just next to it is a $12.8 million home and next day it's a $13 million home. All three of them are on the brink and in danger of falling off the cliff into the ocean. Now again, I'm not the brightest light bulb in the bunch but if I'm going to spend $16 million on a house, which that's money I can't even fathom, But if I'm going to spend $16 million on a house, I'm going to make sure it's not going to fall off in the ocean no matter what comes. Uh, I understand wanting to have an ocean view. Uh, I understand wanting to see the the water every day. I understand I just caught off a ship. I've seen enough water to last me for a week or two. Uh, But I want to make certain that there's some study done on uh, uh, the ground that this thing's got. I mean, if you can afford $16 million, $13 million, $12.8 million, you can have a survey done of the ground to make certain that it's not going to shift when there's a certain amount of rain comes. huh? When we built this church building. We brought in 265 dump truck loads of dirt. They had a fella, every so often he was measuring the dirt to see if this dirt was compatible with the dirt from where Miss Noreen lives, uh, come a quarter mile up the road, uh, if the dirt's compatible. I mean, if they're making sure that dirt's compatible a quarter mile away, they can certainly test to make certain that if you build a structure uh, on this piece of ground, uh, it's going to last. Evidently, somebody didn't do a very good structure study. Mm? About fell off. About ready to fall. I saw a picture. The $16 million home. Uh, uh, The back corner of the thing is out on nothing right now. I'm thinking, you're in good hands with Allstate. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. Uh, You better have more than Allstate You better have the Lord on the back corner of that house. But as I was reading that article, I got to thinking, houses aren't the only things that fall off the cliffs. Can I say that in being saved now, next month, 50 years, and being in the ministry now, uh, 35 plus years, uh, can I say that ministries fall off the cliff. I've seen churches fall off the cliff. I've seen preachers fall off the cliff. I've seen deacons fall off the cliff. I've seen Sunday school teachers fall off the cliff. I've seen ministries start out well uh, 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 fall off the cliff. Houses aren't the only thing that falls off the cliff. Ministries fall off the cliff. I thought about this. Marriages fall off the cliff can I say that right now uh, pushing 70% of all marriages end in divorce within the first three years fall off the cliff the mentality of many today is uh, well let's just try it out before we get married Uh, 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 it's kind of like buying a used car let's test drive it and then we'll get married if it works out then they they get married and still the mentality well if it don't work out we'll just swap off and get somebody else Can I say that is not the biblical definition of marriage. God intended one man to marry one woman and stay married until Jesus uh, takes you home. Mm -hmm. But can I say marriages fall off the cliff in record droves. Mm -hmm. Now, just like it took Rain and torrential rain and mudslides put those houses in danger. There's, there's all kinds of things uh, that pay uh, uh, that can cause uh, things to fall off a cliff. There's all kinds of circumstances, there are all kinds of occurrences that play a part here. But the bottom line is, uh, friend, if you're not careful, you can fall off a cliff. Ministries fall off the cliff, marriages fall off the cliff. Can I say this? I've seen people's minds go and fall off the cliff. I'm talking about people that were smart people, but they lost their mind. I'm talking about people that used to be steady, used to. They, they had their faculties about them, uh, but they started trusting the wrong things, started looking at the wrong things, started depending on the wrong things, and lost their mind. And I say tonight your moxie can fall off the cliff you say what does that mean your vitality your wellness your health the wealthiest man in the world give everything he owns when his health goes bad if he can get his health back Hmm. at 60 years of age I wish I knew when I was 30 what I know now. Amen. Mm-hmm. You that are 30, embrace it while you can because this is what you got to look forward to. Uh, I was telling brother Tommy, it was not God's will when well, he took little Ella Rose to see Mickey Mouse on Monday. For me to ride this ride called Tron I knew nothing about I remember the movie I knew nothing about Tron Christian said we got, we're going to go get on Tron ok let's go get on Tron what is Tron I don't know well I find out as I'm going this is not a 60 year old man ride but 60 year old ego says he can do it I'm doing it bless God I'm riding this sucker well, we're walking up and I'm seeing this motorcycle looking thing going up and around and all over and everything, and I'm thinking, oh boy, well, we're waiting in line, you know, and Brother I get there and it shows all the measures. If you got these things, do not ride this ride i I I was guilty of everyone except an expectant mother. Other than that, <laughs> I was guilty. I had every one of them things said, do not ride this ride. Well, we get down to it, and it's, it's, you know, a crotch rocket, one of these motorcycles you lay over. Well, you get on it, you, you got to kneel on this thing. So I kneel on this thing, and my feet are back here somewhere, I don't know. And then you pull down on the handlebars, and this thing comes over your back. Well, we're there. I'm there. And I'm thinking, I've had two neck surgeries, and i got to look up during this thing. This is not going to be good. And about that time, praise the Lord he winked at my ignorance and stepped in and they unlocked this thing off the back of us and said you all going to have to get off the ride right now we're not going to take this one through so we get back in line and we stand there and we stand there then the lights come on and they've shut the ride down and I'm going praise be the name of the Lord Christians all upset, and I'm thinking this was the will of God. I am not upset at all. So I, but what I'm saying, if I'd rode that thing, my moxie might have fell off the cliffs, what I'm saying. Uh, I'm just telling you, your health can go bad overnight. What bad decision, your health can be gone. Can I say your means can fall off a cliff? I'm talking about your job, your bank accounts, your investments. I mean, all it takes is a bad day on the stock market and all your retirement can be gone. All it takes is your company decides they want to downsize and your job you've worked all these years can be gone. I'm just telling you, your means can, go, can fall off a cliff overnight. But be careful what you put your stock in. Hmm? And I say this, our marks, our hopes, our dreams, uh, our goals can change overnight. They can fall off a cliff. And I say our movables, our belongings, our vehicles, all those things we we amass and collect can fall off a cliff. With all that said, I just want to preach for a few minutes on this thought. What causes one to fall off a cliff? What causes one to fall off a cliff? Can I say, first of all, their foundation. Jesus deals in these verses with the foundation. The wise man and the foolish man may have had the exact same blueprints for a house. They may have used the exact same materials... They may have even used the exact same builders. But what separated the two was the foundation. Can I say, if you don't have the right foundation for your life, you could fall off a cliff before this night is over. Say, what are you talking about, preacher? I want to tell you, there are some foundations you better build your life upon. The first one is the principal truths of God's Word. You ought to build your life on the Word of God. If you do not make this a steady diet for your life and you do not apply the Word of God and the truths of God's Word to your life, uh, friend, it don't take much for you to be shifting sand. Right, right. Matter of fact, Paul even warned Timothy uh, uh, about the, there would come a time... Uh, when men would not heed sound doctrine they'd be given uh, uh, to every wind of doctrine Uh, and we live in that day and age uh, uh, where people are heaping to themselves uh, uh, teachers having itching ears uh, tell me how good I am tell me uh, everything will be all right. Uh, uh, most of what is called church today is nothing more than a glorified self help manual uh, uh, to make your miserable life feel a little bit better Uh, I want to tell you what to help your life the truth of the word of God uh, hey what a blessing to know uh, I was lost I was a sinner I was wicked uh, uh, but Jesus was willing to save me uh, hey and he saved me uh, changed me uh, uh, set my uh, uh, feet upon a solid rock uh, put praise unto God in my lips uh, and has set a course for my life uh, and I bless the Lord The principal truths of the Word of God will help your life. But if you do not allow the Scriptures to anchor your soul in your life, you could be headed for a fall. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And without faith it's impossible to please God. Where do you get faith to face your valleys? Where do you get faith to overcome your obstacles? Where do you get faith? From the Word of God, friend. Through the Word of God, we know that God spoke this world into existence. He fashioned everything. We we know all that we know because of the Word of God. Why do you think the devil attacks the Word of God so much? Why do you think he'll fight you so much when you're trying to study the Word of God? Because he doesn't want you to put it in you. It's a foundation that will establish you when the winds and the waves and the rains come from this world. Not only the foundation of the principal truths of God's Word, the foundation of prayer. If you don't pray, you're weak. The Word of God's how God speaks to us. Prayer is how we speak to Him. Can I say without an effectual fervent prayer life, you could be headed for a fall? Thank God for the privilege of prayer. But it's through prayer that we have that intimate communion with God. and it's through prayer that God reveals that peace. An assurance in our soul when we have been faithful to apply the principal truths of the Word of God. It's a foundation. If you don't have prayer, if you don't have the, the principal truths of the Word of God, you're hit, you could be headed for a cliff tonight. Can I say the other foundation you need to have? You need to have the presence of God in your daily walk. When was the last time you walked with God, friend? when was the last time I mean the old timers used to sing that song hand in hand with Jesus used to sing just a little talk with Jesus makes it right when was the last time you had his presence so real in your life you just felt like you could reach out and touch him that would be a daily occurrence friend Uh, I'm talking about what causes one to fall off a cliff their foundation isn't right. If your foundation's built on anything else, friend, you can fall off a cliff. But can I say, if you build your life on these three principal foundational things, you may fall, but you're going to fall into his arms. You'll not fall off a cliff. You may fall down, but you won't fall off a cliff what causes one to fall off a cliff, their foundation, can I say their lack of faith. When you lack faith, you can fall off a cliff. When you have faith, you can say to a mountain, Be thou removed in the sea, and it will. Faith is the difference. It always amazes me how you can have folks going through what things like Miss Crystal's going through right now, and she's faithful to God. And yet somebody else, Brother Rob, Brother Adrian, get a hangnail in their whole world. They want the whole church to stop what they're doing and pray for them because they're hangnail. What's the difference? Is Crystal more spiritual? Probably. She doesn't claim to be. You know what the difference is? She just trusts God. She knows it's out of her hands anyway. Hmm? Does that make it easy? No. Does that mean every day... She gets up and thinks, "Woohoo!" No. Just means every day she just keeps taking steps of faith. Where the person's got the hangnail problem, they're putting more faith in you and I getting a hold of God than they put in God. It's a sad thing. Friend, long before anybody else knows about it, you ought to spend time with him over it. I say, without faith, you could fall off a cliff. What causes one to fall off a cliff, preacher? Falseness. See, a lot of people don't read the Bible. You skim the Bible. A lot of people don't listen to preaching. A lot of people don't pay attention to what God says, but they'll tune into TV preachers. They'll tune into wives' tales. And they base everything on falseness. They have false standards that's set by society or even themselves. Isn't it amazing how people will believe something they've concocted in their minds more than the Bible? Well, I just believe God's going to let everybody into heaven eventually. Well, you don't believe the Bible then. That's right. Hmm? Well, I just believe God's a God of love and He'll never put anybody into hell. Well, no, He won't. They're already condemned. He come to save them from hell. He does love them, but He's not going to keep them from going to hell if they don't trust Him. And I say people will concoct things in their minds. Well, I just believe that God has different standards for different people no he's got one rule the word of God Hmm? falseness people have false sights they set their sights on the wrong things let me help you something if your sights on heaven it's on the wrong thing your sight ought to be on Jesus he's the light of the city when we get to heaven, you're not going to be impressed with streets of gold and walls of jasper. You're going to have your sight on him. Hmm? Uh, but people have false views. People are uh, put more trust in politicians than they do the, the Lord. Heaven help you. People trust the media. Heaven help you. Uh, people trust preachers. Heaven help you. You need to trust the Lord. They also have a false sense of security. Why hmm. go to church, I'm okay. You can fall off a cliff tonight, friend. Can I say this? What causes one to fall off a cliff? Their flesh. Never lose sight of the fact you're made of flesh. Say, Preacher, I'm saved. Wonderful. You're still made of flesh. Hmm? Huh? Huh? Peter denied the Lord, so can you. Uh, You're made of flesh, and the arm of flesh will fail you. And when you put too much confidence in the flesh, you could fall off a cliff. Can I say this? Preacher, what will cause one to fall off a cliff? Flout. That's a fancy word for pride. 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 Goeth before destruction. a Holy Spirit before fall. Mm. God resisted the proud, but give grace unto the humble. And say, your pride will cause you to fall off a cliff. How many people are in hell tonight because they sat in a church service like this and they crossed their arms and said, I will not repent and get right with God. Right? Mm. How many people are out of church tonight because they've got too much pride to get right with God? What causes one to fall off a cliff, preacher? Frustration. Can I say it's easy to get frustrated? You ever get frustrated? I would to put a big mirror up here so you can see what I see. you studied, you're trying to preach. There's somebody sitting there sucking flies. That really encouraged you. Sure. Uh-huh. Can I say, you can read your Bible, you can pray, and be faithful to God, be faithful to church, walk with God, but if you're not careful, you'll pray about something and God don't answer it on your timetable you can get frustrated. Amen. God's always right on time. Amen. It's not about our timetable. It's about trusting Him. Amen. Can I say, you can want so badly for somebody to get right with God, you can get frustrated when they don't. Again, that's God's business. We're the ones that's to tell them we're the ones that's to live a life of Christ before them we're the one to point them to Christ with our lips and our lives but God's the one that does us a saving God's the one that has to make them miserable through conviction for where they get saved Amen. you can get frustrated you can get frustrated when you don't see somebody grow as fast as you think they ought to grow you can get frustrated when somebody's not as faithful as you think they ought to be You can get frustrated when you look at people. So here's how you deal with that. Quit looking at people. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. But it's real easy to look at people. And it's real easy to get frustrated. And when you're frustrated, you can fall off a cliff. Thought about this lastly. What causes one to fall off a cliff? Flirting with the edge. How close can I get without falling? Uh, a lot of people think, "Well, how close can I live to the world and still be saved?" Or, "How close can I live to the world and still be right with God?" You can't. You can't have two masters. You love one, hate the other. Here's the problem: you get out here and you think, "Well, I got my toes off, but I'm still okay." What you don't know is what's behind you might be ready to give way. Yeah, you know the best way to keep from falling off the cliff? Stay away from it. Right. You flirt with the edge. You're flirting with danger. Amen. Can I say, sometimes danger is appealing. It was appealing to me to get on that stupid ride called Tron. Uh, thanks be unto God I didn't have to pay for it Uh, see danger can be appealing Uh, things that are shiny are alluring why do you think lures on the end of a fishing line shine and dangle so the fish will go for them. And why do you think the devil sets snares that are alluring, that are exciting, to get you close to the edge so you'll fall off a cliff? Best way not to fall off a cliff is don't flirt with the edge. Because I, can I say, flirtation may be appealing. But Delilah knows how to poke your eyes out. So I said all that to say this. Make sure you got the right foundation. Make sure you're wise and not foolish. Make sure you're right with the Lord. Because winds are coming, storms are coming. Waves will beat against you. If your foundation's not right, you'll fall off the edge. You'll fall off the cliff. Can I say there's been too many casualties that have fallen off the cliff? If you're a child of God, you are needed. You are desperately needed. We have a task that God has called us to perform. We must stand up and be accounted. The hope for a lost and dying world rests upon us. We cannot be slack in our duties. And we cannot point them to Christ if we've fallen off a cliff. You're here tonight, you're not saved, get saved. You don't want to see the end of this thing. Don't trust in sinking sand because that's all it is. Sinking sand. The best intentions on sinking sand still fall. I highly recommend the rock. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the rock of ages. And your life will matter when it's built upon Him. Will you trust in Him tonight? You're here tonight. You're saved. How's your foundation? You're here tonight. God spoke to your heart. Don't wait till Sunday. Get it settled tonight. Because you may face a cliff between now and Sunday. Get it settled. Don't fall off a cliff. You're so important. You're so needed. We have a great task set before us, and it's time. We fulfill what God's called us to do. And that only happens when we're built on the rock. Are you built on Him tonight? If not, why don't you start by putting your trust in Him? Let's all stand. Brother Clint, come get a song. <clears throat> if you're here and you're saved, but you haven't felt His presence in a while, once you come, ask Him to restore unto you the joy of His salvation you're here tonight it's been a while since it was fresh why don't you come let him refresh you if you're here tonight it's been a struggle maybe you've had your eyes on people why don't you come and ask him to turn your eyes back upon him but oh if you're here tonight you're not saved why don't you come Let us introduce you to him. They're picking out a song. Let's pray. Father, speak to hearts. Bless these in the altar. Bless those praying in the pews. Save that one nearest hell. We'll bless you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you know that you could receive a daily devotion every morning in your inbox? Head on over to ibcflorence.com and click on Daily Devotions to sign up today. And as always, thanks for listening.